Welcome back to something like that. My name is Nav. It's good to see you again. How you doing? How you feeling? Well, this is a podcast where we have a chat with all our friends from the Malaysian music industry. Doesn't matter arts or entertainment. Probably if it's good, we'll have a chat. We'll talk about it. And uh, my next guest on the show today. All right, I've heard of him many times. I've, I think I've bumped across a couple of his shows before. I've seen his music, but then again, I was just curious to know who is exactly is this guy because I, he seems to be like popping up on my uh, Facebook feed, my Instagram face uh, friend suggestions and uh, things like that so finally uh, one of our mutual friends said uh, this buzzed me up we had a chat with my mutual the uh, mutual friend he said hey Dev, have you heard of keith yes said, yeah i have so you should chat with him i said perfect finally finally i know somebody who knows keith uh, to make my life much easier and have a chat with him is none other than keith kamalaraj i got the name right right yes exactly okay good i got to just is is not to say a mouthful but i just got to be careful when i say it like, yeah love uh, it i just want to mispronounce ass. it and all <laughs> but I'm a bit curious about you, Keith. Are you like a solo act or are you with a band? Because sometimes I see it's just Keith Kamalaraj. Then all of a sudden, I see it's Keith and the casualties. So which yeah, is yeah. which right now? So I think it started out as Keith Kamalaraj because there was nobody to play with. Okay. And then, yeah, solo. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. So because uh, generally, I'm I'm the songwriter. They're my songs. Mm-hmm. So um, when I first met up with everybody, it was like... Um, Everybody already knew me, so it had to be me plus the band. Oh, okay, so I started okay. out. I started out as an open micer and stuff. So that's how I started singing my own music. So I guess everybody was familiar with Keith Kamalarat. So if I suddenly had started out with just the band, the casualties, everybody, you know, it like uh, it, it reintroduced myself all over again. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. that's why I get it. Because the thing is, you said you were an open micer, so you are one of the. Uh, um, let's say ardent supporters of Modeka Raya. I'm suppose uh, I'm guessing. Yes. Did it, started, yes. Did it all start from there? Uh, I actually started with Open Mic Malaysia. Oh. Okay. I wasn't brave. En- I wasn't brave enough to go to Merdeka Raya and play my own music yet. Okay. Yeah, this was like some three, three, four years ago, I think. So, wh- when exactly did you get into the music business? Um, I've been playing music uh, since I was twelve, a long time. Okay. But. Or like actually playing my own songs for people to listen, maybe about three, four years now. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So you just broke Fairly your virginity about three, three, four years back, lah. Okay, yeah, but I've been playing in bands my whole life, like, Yes, I mean, yeah, okay. I just, uh, yeah. You're a Kiel boy, lah. Correct. Born and bred. Ah, okay. Because my past couple of guests, uh, I've been having guests all the way from my hometown, Ipoh, and finally someone back in KL again, ah, which is kind of okay. nice also, which is kind of nice. And uh, well, of course, like I was mentioning earlier, uh, one of our mutual friends were talking about you the other day, and uh, you seem to be popping up on my Facebook feed, my Instagram, friend suggestions, and I was just so curious, why the hell is this guy just <laughs> popping up almost everywhere? It's not like you added me as a friend or me adding you, but it's just the suggestions keep coming up, and then I realized we have quite a number of uh, mutual friends, and one of it was Sid, and I was having a chat with said Madika Raya ironically and then he was telling me hey check out these guys uh, you should man I said yeah I did I did and then I was just going back through your music um, on Spotify and some of your videos wow it was amazing man I was just wondering why why haven't I really met this guy earlier before this and finally I got the chance so let's talk a bit about you and uh, your music and to describe your music Based on the sounds that I've heard, uh, all the four tracks, you had about four tracks released, uh, which was somewhere in 2019, you had uh, Bridges, Do You Hear What I Hear? I think it's a Christmas song, if I'm not mistaken. Then yeah, in 2000, 2000, you had Blind Faith. And uh, the most recent one was in 2021, which is Loved, Lost, and Died. Right? Okay, let's talk about all these songs. Let's go from the very beginning itself. Let's start off with Bridges. What was Bridges all about and what made you write that, that particular track? 
Bridges was actually a. I was watching one of those, uh, you know, one of those druggy documentaries where they follow those junkies through the through the streets and see like how yeah. they live their life and you know the impact of drug abuse and all that kind of thing. Yeah. And then I that was the principal idea. The song started out with that. It was just somebody like being stuck somewhere mm-hmm. and then trying to 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 make a better life, I guess. Okay. And then that's where it became. And then I guess later on the song becomes about um independence. Once you've conquered that that did that demon in your life then, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then sometimes you have to you have to burn bridges to to make new ones, I guess, meaningful new ones. Sometimes you got to burn your old bridges. Yeah. That's nice. what the song's about. Yeah. All right, because uh, that's uh, pretty much is what it sounds like when the lyrics because yeah, they have a deep meaning for that one. And of course, you were pretty consistent in coming up with your next track. And uh, which is "Do You Hear What I Hear"? Is that exactly a Christmas song or anything similar to that? Yeah, correct. It's a. It's actually an old Christmas uh, song. I um, I forget the the songwriter now. I should I, sh- I should be hung for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's an old Christmas song. Uh, okay. Yeah, I always like the mean. I always like the story. Uh, songs like that. Uh, uh, really, my what I I I listen to the most. I like sto- stories with. With songs, with uh, sorry, songs with stories like a beginning, a middle, and an end. That that song nice. is a very yeah. And is it's that very, how it's? Uh, it I mean, is that influence you uh, in your song uh, writing? Certainly, uh, I always try to to have some kind of story. I do my best to 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 try and tell a story through each song. Okay, if that's the case, tell me the story about blind faith. Uh, that one's a very straightforward message. I think it's just one of those optimistic songs. It's about uh, believing in yourself and 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 going for it. It's one of the actually. It's one of the first um, like uh, one of the first few ideas that I actually came up with. I never did anything with with the idea for like a year, and then a year later I revisited. It. Suddenly I got that the the song title came to me, "Blind Faith." I was like, yeah, that's not bad. So there's a message of of optimism, I think, in that. So that what that's what that one's about. Oh, cool, man, cool. And uh, I'm guessing "loved, lost, and died" uh, had a better meaning for that because the title itself says, "I don't yeah, know." That, it sounds <laughs> it sounds something like uh, you had a breakup or some things along that line. Yeah, yeah. So, so if "blind faith" was the optimism, this one's the complete opposite, I guess. It's, more, it's <laughs> like you know, there's the it was the it, one of those heartbreak songs. Like it's no other way, okay. no other way around it. Yeah. Okay, but you sounded kind of nice because I've also noticed uh, something about your music. You had this, uh, uh, of course, you had the blues feel in it, but at the very same time, you have that Seattle grunge influence in your music. Is that is that part of your uh-huh. um, your whole process of your songwriting and the music that you play on, on stage? I don't know if it's intentional. It's not like uh, it's not like I I set out to say okay, I want that Seattle grunge sound, but I guess it's a It's a byproduct of growing up in the '90s, I think. That's one of the so, best eras, man. Yeah, yeah, a lot of '90s rock. Even though I don't, I don't cover or I don't really play a lot of '90s rock, but that sound is like something that your if you're a '90s kid, your that yeah, sound it, of '90s rock is in your head. Like it's you know that's the sound of rock for you. It, it's it's like, it's like now they say this so-called emo rock, but I would say that the emo rock thing actually started way back in the '90s when you follow the grunge. Uh, grunge, uh, the genre itself, because they had uh, deep meanings. They, they were very poetic, and at the same yep, time, yep. you had the uh, riffs or rather the music, which is uh, a combination of the '70s rock, '80s rock, and of course this trending of '90s rock. 
which is, uh, I think it can pass right, right. through several generations, even if you uh, play something from the 90s, uh, that, that era, that, that rock era right now, it's still relevant. It still can be like, uh, I mean, accepted, accepted across the board. You know, that's one of the best part about right. uh, the 90s rock era. And uh, you being one of them who has that influence, because I watched a couple of your videos on stage and uh, I, like I said, I might have come across your, your shows before, but I can't really put, put my finger on which show or when did yeah, I watch it. But, uh, yeah, so the thing is, like I was watching a couple, couple of those videos and you had that interesting feel and uh, do you actually do that for all your shows like in terms of like having in the full-fledged band or are you more focused on being a solo artist as well for you uh, when you go on as stage? much as possible i try to have the band i okay. i i love playing in a band that's my that's the thing that gets me going i nice. i feel like a lot of my music requires the band to for it to to translate, you know, in terms of the energy, or it, it, like, if it's a rock song, it's very hard to do it with, it with an acoustic guitar. I have a song called "If There Ever Comes a Day," which uh, okay. should play quite often, and um, I, I can never do that song if I'm playing uh, open mic or acoustic or something like that. It just won't translate. So, I I thrive on playing with the band. Let's talk a bit about your band. Uh, speaking of your band, because I've noticed a couple of familiar faces, this this looks like the Avengers assembling in one particular showtime. Because <laughs> I've seen <laughs> Jay Rizwan there. I've known yeah, Aslan yeah. is on board, and a couple of the guys who they have their own individual projects, and also their band projects, just like you. So yeah, how does yeah. this work for you guys? It's like I, I, because I'm a bit confused. Where I've noticed this happen quite often. Like say, for example, if I'm going to take Hey Jay, I've seen Shakir along with Hey Jay and all this kind of stuff in his unit. Then if Shakir comes in, he has a couple of other guys like Azlan and all come working on his band, and then Azlan has yeah, his own thing going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You you are in in the whole thing, and then it's like you guys like jumping, hopping bands. Like you have four or five different bands, but it's the same guys. So how does it work actually? I th uh, I think it's just uh, well for one time it's very limited because everybody's got four or five different projects. So uh, the, also the other thing I think the thing the reason why we like to do it is because like we provide an avenue for each other to to play and it's all it's I think in in each one of those situations we're playing different kinds of things, which keeps okay. it really interesting. If you're if you're playing in my band, then it's you know it's pretty rock and roll. Uh, Playing with Aslan, it's 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 very it's a little bit more pop and uh, you know it's not it's not the same feel. Shake is straight up blues and and that kind of thing. So I I think it's not so much an issue for us to make it work. It's more like the fitting in everything, like because we all have day jobs as well. Okay. Yeah, which is the which is the trickiest part. So usually how we make it work is it, it's a show by show basis. Like it's whose whose band is having the next show. Okay. And then yeah, and then we'll be practicing maybe two, three weeks before that. And then it's the and then we move on to the next person. And so, so at least you still get Lepas Gramla in terms of performing if you're not doing it on your particular Yeah, band, correct. You get to pop into other people's band and just like oh yeah, it's still yeah, have fun exactly. rock and rolling. It's actually got a kinda of nice interesting concept because I've just discovered that through you guys. I mean I've seen Sessionist. Yeah, Sessionist is a little different from um, from that case. But in hmm. this in your cases like uh, it's kind of unique to see all you guys performing in different types of genre, different shows, different I don't know, different music, different styles, which is uh, something I wish a lot more people would do that because I just love to have that combo. You know, you just like it's like it's like a buffet line. You just mix and match everything. Yeah, yeah, and just correct, get the perfect correct. meal. Yeah, it's correct. pretty cool. 
But um, also, you had four singles out and uh, for, for almost five uh, music videos. Have you ever considered making music videos for uh, the tracks? Um, I'm a little bit weird in that sense where I'm not into the appeal of all that just, just about mm. yet. I, I, I feel like right now my focus is on, on building a solid body of material first. Like I'd, I'd, like to be, I'd like to be able to have some good music behind my name before I start thinking about music and all that because if I'm being totally honest the publicity and and like i'm not in it like i don't want to be famous or anything like that it's like <laughs> if you like the music i'm i'm very grateful i, I truly appreciate it i would love for okay. people to come to shows and i appreciate all that but i my main focus now is on on um, putting a solid body of work behind my my name first i that's my nice. priority i'm not sure if that's the right thing to do or okay. if it's the way that's going to make you money or anything like that but i like i you just don't want to do it for the sake of doing it yeah correct i feel like that's what i should be doing so that's nice. what i'm i'm focused on doing yeah nice i kind of like a person who's uh, well prepared or well preparing themselves before he steps out fully full fledged <laughs> and so on but on the same note is like sometimes you how you create music for people to listen and it's uh, it's things like this, like for example, like a music video, maybe a lyric video, or a little bit of publicity that helps uh, get get your music out there. You know, get I suppose you're sharing, right. Yeah. Uh, sharing it with people out there. So by not doing that, do you think that it's going to affect you in the long run? Um, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, okay. I'm at this point, I'm not sure if I if I'm concerned about that just yet. But okay. I suppose you're right. I mean, my um, the next thing on my list is to to get into the studio to okay. get a couple of songs down. I don't know if it's going to be an album or if it's going to be a single by single thing yet. So okay. once that's done, yes, then definitely I'll have to, I, you naturally you'll need to start thinking about a music video, lyric video, that kind of thing, and and publicity for the band. I just feel like um that I I should have some meat ready to serve before I open the buffet. Nice, yeah. I like it. I like it yeah. very much. And coming up, uh, heading into the studios and making music. Are you the kind of person who works on a theme or a series uh, of uh, songs, like a concept of it? Like if I'm going to release four singles, it's interconnected or interrelated with each other. It has its own theme to be compiled as an EP or maybe an album. Uh, are you focused on that or is this like it goes by based on what's your emotion like at that particular time you wrote that song? Uh, as of now, it's it's ideas that come to me. Okay. That 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 really, that, that's, that, uh, that, speak to me or something like that that's how i work i have certainly thought about a themed uh kind of uh, album production idea it would be nice but i think it's a bit of a challenge now to to do it solo it would it uh it would definitely be something that i think would be easier to do if like uh, there was a group of us sitting in a room writing together that kind of thing cool i haven't Absolutely. but i've never actually done it concretely you no know, like, thought about it sure no it's nice actually, to have an idea right yeah, yeah, correct. Because I always love because I've noticed that that seems to be a uh, I wouldn't want to say trend, but it's also a way of a lot of people trying to have a follow up. It's like I come up with the first single, and the story continues with part two and part the three. So, yeah, it creates the anticipation to be, for people to know what's next. What's next is like watching a whole movie by listening to it. You know, it's also a very classic move for a rock band to do. Like a lot of uh, rock bands have released like there'll be an album, there'll yeah. be some album in their career where it'll be a themed album. You know. It'll exactly. be, yeah, yeah, one thing like Dream Theater has done it. Uh, uh, I think the, a lot, quite a kind of number of them. Even I think Pink Floyd did that and a couple of yeah, other guys exactly. Too. That, that's what yeah, they've been doing Pink that. Floyd. As for shows, how is it coming along since now they 
uh, pretty much everything is considered so-called so-called lifted to a certain extent has that actually helped you out or is this like still it's still, still very that for you? very few and far between okay um they come around a lot more in the last i mean as compared in i mean in the last couple of months compared to the last two years but it's still it's still slow moving la. yeah but it's like it's like doesn't it like give you guys because i'm not a musician like i said before the only thing i could ever mm. play is a cd player i never played anything i can't sing to save my life you can put a gun on my head i still can't sing but uh, the thing is i've also noticed that bands when you have a huge gap of not playing then all of a sudden you just cramp yourself up in the stu jamming studio trying to work something out does it really help or does it does it take a long time for you guys to actually get that whole fine-tuned thing going on i think it works differently for different bands okay so the way that all the people we've been playing with uh, is because of the fact that we do it so often i mean with so many different people mm. so we're okay like just uh, okay we have a gig in two weeks time let's just get into the studio and, and crash the songs out that kind of thing so uh, so far it's it's been like that um nice. also like i said because we all have day jobs and other commitments so it's a bit hard to get like a let's let's say we want to practice six hours a week or something like that it's it's kind of hard to organize that as of now but that 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 will be considered one of your biggest obstacles la. Mm, I, I think so time is a, is an issue and then because we play in so many places yeah we we have to prioritize like who is the most important la, right now that's usually how yeah, it goes which is I the next I think your last show, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, was somewhere around January, February. Is that that? Is that it? Uh, for my band, yes. Uh, I also play with Billy Blue in the Nowhere Man. We had a gig uh, a week ago. Okay, Jama, Jama. Yeah, and Jama. Wait, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Now it's all coming back to me right now. Now it's coming back to me. Yeah. Wait, the first one you were also playing, right? Uh, that was in December or November. December, I think. Yeah. I think it was somewhere around that. It was okay. Okay. Yeah. Now. Now yeah. finally, I'm getting the whole picture once again. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So no, sorry. even like I, on a per band per band, I don't think any band is like really playing regularly, playing here one month and then yeah. there the next month. You know, it's still like yeah. But I've noticed this this past two three months has been a, quite a number of gigs going on. I mean, different. Yeah, bands, they're slowly coming back up. With, yeah, which is good, lah. I think I need a part time job just to buy the tickets, man. It's like too many shows going on back to back, <laughs> which is which is a good thing. I'm not complaining. It's not. A, I'm not complaining. It's a great thing, in fact. And yeah, uh, well, it's, it's good to see long. that, as, especially when it comes to rock bands. I just love it, man. I just love it. There's so many of it to check out. I just don't know when and where can I or which one to choose, pick and choose. Of course, you can't take anything. But for you, which which would you uh, suggest, or rather, which would you go for the upcoming shows? Have you come across anything that you have your eyes set on? I am not too familiar with what's coming up as of late. I've actually spent the last week in uh, isolation. I got the COVID. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So, so you're very... so you, you're you're not left out now. Uh yeah, yeah, correct. I am. I'm yeah, because I know it's like early, the initial stage when you get it is like, whoa, you got it. Now it's like, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. don't get. It. Hey, you haven't got it yet. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. Like going still, on. yeah. So still never get it. How come? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Actually, no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're okay right now, man. I'm glad that you're I, okay I, right now. I'm, I'm not aware who's who's uh, who's playing, who's uh, who's who's interesting playing that you know of in the next couple of weeks. I don't know. There's there's a couple of it I saw. Uh, there's a couple <laughs> that I know. Uh, does it Darren? Darren is not coming up. I think Darren just finishes. I know Danny Komari is coming up with one. Uh, her show is coming up pretty soon. And uh, let's see if I'm not mistaken. There's one big showcase 
uh, Republic of Brickfields and a couple of other guys are coming on board also. The seventh Caller T-shirt, they are back in action. There's, there's quite a number of shows upcoming. I heard so the last show was pretty good too. Yeah, I know. It's like, I, I hope I can catch this one once again. Hopefully, because it's always clashing with some of the events in my line of work. So, uh, and speaking of line of work, what is it that he do apart from music, man? The day job is an English teacher. I teach English in homeschool. I gotta watch my words. <laughs> no lie. <laughs> I, I turn it off after four p.m. Does that happen to you when you try to have conversation with people and uh, being an English teacher is like when they have broken broken English or bad grammars? Does that re- make you cringe? Yeah, but it's not. It doesn't make me cringe, but uh, I. I find myself noticing it a lot more now because it's the because it's my job to notice it. Okay. Like I, yeah. So like before this, you never. I mean, who, who cares, lah? Right. Yeah. Speak, it, like, as long as, shit, as like. yeah, yeah. As long as you can get your point across, like who gives a crap about grammar is good or not? Yeah. It's just it's just that people. Yeah. Some 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 of them I know that uh, tend to correct people, especially when they're in the feel of, uh, you know, they're pretty pretty uh, efficient or rather professional line of work which is like lecturers teachers or something to do uh. with english they tend to correct others you know naturally it's like no no it's a, it's pronounced as this no it's said as that do you do that no no i don't i think if it's if it's necessary for the situation then yes but i don't go around correcting people that no okay okay thank you thank you just just in case like <laughs> i i i got a bit of phobia when it comes to this the so-called of uh uh, converse, uh, having a conversation with people who's like uh, uh, a teacher or something like that yeah, yeah, I had yeah a bad experience are, because you're always second bad ex- guessing. Yeah, exactly. I had a bad experience during my school days. It's like I had an English class teacher who said, Nav, you'll never make it in life. You'll never speak English ever again. You know, that kind of thing. So there's a bit of paranoia going on for many years. But then again, I earned a living doing that. <laughs> very, uh, very heavy thing to say to a, <laughs> to a kid. <laughs> Trust me, dude, for, during my days of growing up, that was, that was very pretty mild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, it was, you're right. Yeah, it's something yeah. you'd be proud of. It's like, oh shit, the teacher scolded me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're just glamorous like, at that particular point. We really laugh uh, about it, it different. Exactly. So, I, the, I mean, being an English teacher, I'm pretty sure it helps you a lot in your songwriting, right? Are you mm. are you the kind of person who follow, reads poetry and uh, you know all those kind of things? Do you do that? I I don't like. Okay, I'm going to find the next piece of poetry. But if I come across, uh, I I have no discrimination to what I read. Like, if I come across, I I read anything. Yeah. And do you uh, write them? About uh, Um, not as not habitually. Uh, okay. Uh, the the occasional one, just to to exercise the the muscle, I guess. Nice, because yeah. I've always fascinated songwriters because um, I've had this conversation many many times with a couple of other bands before. It's like for me, on a personal note, I've always uh, paid close attention to lyrics. Uh, mm. Lyrics are pretty much the soul of a song. You, know, you can have the so-called the, the music and all the vibes, the shows, and the body, and the, the, the lyrics actually is the soul of a song. And uh, I, I many of them don't really pay attention to it. It's just that you have that four lines and followed by a chorus and then repeat, you know, all the way. You know, but for you, do you enjoy listening to those kind of tracks? Or, or do you really prefer tracks that has uh, deep meaning li- lyrically? No, so, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely one of those people because... Uh, I think the lyric is the most important thing of a song. Yes. Unequivocally. No, no matter how good the music is and the singer is and all that, if the if the lyrics are not moving or not making people think or something, then the song is not really justified. I mean, sure, a, you, a song can be written just for, for 
for entertainment value for catchiness it, that it, the purpose of the song is like that but the kind of music i listen to no the lyric usually has a, a very important role if i would ask you your top 5 tracks of that at the top at the top of your head right now that you listen to what would it be Ooh. um it's a hard one man <laughs> top, okay what was the last five songs you you were listening to man okay wait, let me open my spotify <laughs> hey that's cheating dude that's last cheating. Eight? Oh, okay okay top of my head uh. um uh john mayer for sure oh, nice uh, um slash mm-hmm. um i went back and listened to to dream theater the other day okay. um i got into um what's his name uh the guy with the crooning songs Cat Stevens. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cat Stevens. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, Eric Clapton for sure. Eric Clapton's always playing. No, oh, okay. That that's that's a good selection. At least that now we know your kind of taste, or rather the kind of music that we can expect from you. But out of the norm, do you actually break from the, uh, the this this particular genre of music that you listen to just for the sake of curiosity and found something else a little more? Uh, entertaining or rather appealing for you i mean i'm talking about the pop world or any other different kind of genres have you ever thought about that um going back to the conversation about uh about lyrics mm-hmm. uh i also listen to a lot of christian music cuz as a consequence so that's that's one uh, just okay. a whole bunch of different christian music just to see what everybody's doing uh other than that pop yeah sure like ed sheeran uh Not real mainstream pop, I guess. Okay. No dance music or anything like that. Uh, okay. Keith Urban, he's he's a he's one of my favorite okay. contemporary artists too. Yeah. That's a nice period selection. So okay, so now we know that how uh, the other pop side won't influence you in any way whatsoever. Because I came um, across a couple of conversations that uh, I've had with a couple of guys who had a broad broad range. Nothing wrong about it, and mm. uh, somehow along the line through the years. they kind of changed the style of music because they were more influenced about the publicity or rather the attention those kind of genres were getting so they started changing the style of music which uh, at the end of the day were affecting the the originality of the band itself so what they started off was something that everybody was looking forward for it but as time went on they said hey this is what the trend is and they started mm. changing the sound which at the end of the day is just like you're completely lost you just you have just become one of the rest It's what makes money, lah. I mean, for some people, yeah. I guess that's enough. I... It's a bad thing, isn't it? It's uh, not a bad thing. It's a sad thing, isn't it? Yeah, correct. If you ask Maybe me, you... yes. Yeah. Oh man, that's absolutely weird, man. I, I just, I just couldn't understand that kind of thing. I mean, it's like I said, I'm not a musician, but I've always been a fan of music, of musicians themselves, especially the and local musicianship. Scene. I think is like yeah. always a criteria for me. Like even if it's something new and trendy or what, if it if there's real like musicianship in it, uh, then I I I usually listen to it. Yeah. Uh, cool. And you you another guy who's uh, very supportive of your peers in the industry. I've noticed that you've been sharing everybody's work. Everybody shows on your. I try not media. as much as I do. The other guys are a lot better than it, but I, I I'm. No, but you do it. I think you do I, quite a fair, man. 
I post and ghost lah. I just post stuff and then I leave <laughs> and then I don't go back to Instagram for another three weeks and then I go back. <laughs> so you're not you're not much of a social media person, are you? Nah, not really, man. Oh, that's that's something I don't know, man. It's just like I've come. It's been a while since I came across someone like you because I, these days, like they they spend more time on social media than the music itself. And you, on the other hand, uh, yeah, are a little fine. bit different. I truly understand its value and its importance, and I feel like when there's a time for me to to get on there and harp about it, then I will. But uh, for now, I'm quite content just coming up with music. I think that's that makes nice. keeps me happy, you know. Yeah. Ah, that's a true rock and roller man. That's yeah, how yeah. it is. That's how it goes. <laughs> But I hope, I hope it works out for you anyway. It's like on the long run, on the long run, because I don't know. I just, I the, the trend or the rather the marketing aspect of things seems to be changing very frequently mm. through the years. So it's like one minute everybody says get on board this, one minute get on board that. First it was like Facebook, and then you go on Twitter, and then all of a sudden it's Instagram, and then they say TikTok. Currently you have exactly, to be on TikTok, yeah. and then it just goes on from one to another. It's like you don't know what's next, man. Correct. So when the time comes to use, then you'll figure out lah what's the best thing to do. I mean, what's the point of getting all hyped up about it now? Yeah, so just wait and see what's what's the next thing that's moving on right now. But yeah. I don't know, but I just, I just the thing is, but me and social media, I I don't know whether if you uh, find it this way, I find the attention span seems to be shrinking more and more and more. It's like everybody mm-hmm. wants short contents. It's like yep. is I think it's also happening with their influencing the music because I've seen a couple of releases coming out recently. It was like a two minute track, a less than three minutes track. This it's so good that you want to hear more of it. But Correct. at the end of the day, you just find it as like two, three minutes, and that's it. It's done. And when you ask, is it no? Like people don't want to listen to something so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do you I've, I've, you find it that way? Do you feel yeah, the same I've, way? I experienced that too. So it depends on what platform you're posting on. I guess if if you're, it's like uh, I I was in I was tried posting this whole bunch of IGTV videos that were all like three, four, five minutes, like cover songs and things like that, right? But you, yeah. people hardly ever watch that. The the ones that are short. People watch, but on YouTube, it's it's different. It's the format for the different platform, I think. So if you want to do the whole social media thing, then you have to be aware. Well, do you, do you, you spend you time? Do you do you have the patience of watching something or more than three minutes or four minutes? Oh yeah, I just like skip, 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 move on. No, no, one. I'm old school in that way. I enjoy watching <laughs> documentaries and listening to speeches and all that kind of thing. Okay, I, finally, I have a good now. Spend. At least I don't feel left out right now. Like that, I was yeah. the guy who just loves to do things long. Even my Facebook status is like everybody goes with two lines. I write an entire paragraph, a whole whole page of stories down there. It's like yeah, it's very hard to expect someone to feed you a message or a point or or something poignant in a in like a minute or something like that. You know, yeah. you, that's for entertainment. I mean, it has its place. Sure, like sometimes you want to, you know, you you're standing by the you're you're wasting time on your phone or something like that. Yeah, then all these clips are are, are valuable to you. But I think if you're if you're trying to say something poignant, then usually you know you, you require people to pay attention to what you're saying. And do you actually? Uh, I mean, since we're talking about all this uh, so-called platforms and so on, it's like, do you actually take the time to visit some of these rare, obscure, uh, or rather independent websites or indie independent artists that randomly you can find on Spotify or maybe on social media, or sometimes you just stumble upon them on YouTube and you just find them like I have. They have might have only about fifty, sixty views or hundred views plus on the video, but the music is amazing. Yes, yes. Usually, those kind of guys? usually not so much Spotify, but uh, Instagram and sometimes YouTube. Like YouTube, sometimes throws out random things at you, right? And then you yeah. go in and you're like, pretty good, man. Yeah. Do you follow? And have you come across anyone interesting? That um. Uh, hold on, I'm very bad with names. Um, 
<laughs> we got to figure this out. <laughs> Sorry if I'm just catching you off guard on certain things. It's, it's, uh, it's just as the conversation goes, it's like uh, kind of like picking up what's you know, on your head right now. There's Merchants of Mercury. They are, they are oh, like yeah. one of the best. Um, Kid, Kid uh, Buck. Yep, yep. Uh, oh, shoot, man. Kid has this country feel and vibe going on, man. Yes, yes. It's very uh, it's, it's southern rock to, to, yeah. to, to a new level. Yeah. I was shocked when the very first time I, I was introduced to them, I was introduced to them by Erosion Jamrock. They said, uh -huh. man, check this band out. And then the first time I saw one of the music videos, like, shit, I got to hear more and hear more and hear more. And then finally got them on the podcast for one of the shows. It's like pretty unique characters, man. The whole band is, is unique on their own, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, they're, they're super tight, man. Yeah. That's right. That's one of the best things I saw. I think when I think when uh, during the uh, performance in Jama, along with Billy Blue, they were performing there recently. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Two two shows together. So it was it was a good show, man. I just kind of love the one they had in Jama, and they had the second one going on. So hopefully, hopefully the next one comes up again. Pretty. That soon. one after so long. Yeah, I know. I just love really these, these kind of stuff, man. It was really yeah. en pretty entertaining. And uh, do you have anything lined up soon for you? Um, as of now, it's uh, hopefully putting plans to get into the studio. Okay. Uh, Gigs-wise, no, it's still pretty quiet. But uh, we have a couple of exciting things happening uh, on the, not the Keith Kamarach and Casualties uh, front. Uh, have you heard of Virtual Space Jam? Yes, I have. Yeah, so uh, my friends Shaki and Wani, they, they put together Virtual Space Jam all throughout the pandemic yeah. last year. So, yes. uh, so they're, they're bringing that back. That's, that's next nice. month. Yep. Nice. So online shows are still going on. Correct. And this time we're getting more, uh, they're getting more artists from uh, all across the country. So it's like cool. uh, guys from Penang, Sabah, Sarawak, and all will be logging in. Kind of like Shaki is doing a pretty great job in that, man. He's, uh, yeah, they're he's working very his... hard. Yeah, it's the, the whole good thing about this pandemic. You get to discover a whole lot of great bands out there. Uh, Correct. Compared to the usual commercial ones that you hear in the mainstream. Uh, but this time, I've heard so many great bands, so many great talents. Um, well, Shakir, if you're listening to this, I'm pretty sure you are, my dude. Uh, please, please keep up the great job that you're doing right now, man. Okay, it's awesome, yeah. Yeah, yeah, keep yeah. it up. Cool. So you're going to be performing in the Virtual Space Jam there. Um, I think it'll that will be much too and uh, much too obvious of a choice. Maybe later. For now, I okay. think that there are yeah, plenty of plenty of good artists lined up. Yeah. And uh, how about you? Uh, you've also, pardon me. Uh, you've also done a couple of live shows on your social media. I, do you have plans to continue doing that? Uh, I, I got into the sessions live thing for a while. Uh huh. Then the whole commitment of broadcasting a show from home is quite a pretty big commitment. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, take some take some discipline. Uh, I try to do the YouTube thing every once in a while. Just just it's an idea or uh, something that 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 I thought about or something that I want to sing about, something like that. So I try to keep that. Okay. Uh, other than that, just working on writing music. Like, that's the that's the nice nice man. Because yeah. I've also noticed uh, some of the trends that's been continuing since the uh, pandemic. Is that performing on Twitch live shows mm, you know, mm. on Twitch and things like that? Uh, that seems to be going on. Have you have you tried that before? Uh, I did sessions for for a while. When uh, there's, have you heard of sessions live? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. So I, I did that for a while. Uh, never, never figuresly. Really got to do it. Like. Continue to <laughs> it. You are a very unique gentleman, I must say, Keith. You're a very unique gentleman. I kind of like it. It's something yeah, different like. about. Uh, 
not as weird it's unique that's that's the word i'm looking at right now because uh it's it's kind of refreshing i must i must admit it it's kind of refreshing because i've seen a lot of people have that same style of doing things i don't mm. say same or similar style of doing things you seem to be a little different from most of them out there yeah, yeah i've been I like that like my whole it. life yeah, yeah. really <laughs> yeah, yeah is I've that is that your personality of an attention yeah i'm i'm i, I suppose uh, live in the now kind of thing I I feel like you know like if, if this is what's working now then this is what's working now like when when then when the when it's time to cross we'll cross the bridge and we come to it uh, attitude I guess when the next problem right. comes we'll worry about the the solution to it I like it man I like it you yeah. just you seem to be a mysterious guy at the very same time it's like <laughs> just uh, I'm trying my level best to get to know you more but based on the conversation that we've been having for the past 39 minutes I must say it is unique like this this is only what I can come up with right now man unique which Thanks. i kind of like it i love it very much because it makes me want to see and hear you more on stage and of course your music and doing my best man getting, doing my best to get there yeah and speaking of music when do you think do you have an estimate of uh, your music coming up uh, uh getting to the studio full lock stock uh, lock stock and barrel whole works and releasing it any estimated time for that so waiting for ramadan to finish mm-hmm. and then hopefully we start recording in may okay uh um uh, if uh, all goes well within the next 2 or 3 months oh good so it's going to be this year because again yep. i like the timeline that you've been working on 2019 2020 and now for 2022 you have something going on which is amazing man i wish you all the best for that keith i must say uh, a, a big thank you for uh, taking the time and sharing uh, no worries, man. your stuff I appreciate with me the your pleasure yeah Thanks it's for finally the get, oh it's my pleasure man it's finally get a chance to know, get to know about you because You are a mysterious man. There's nothing about you on the social media, on the internet, <laughs> dude. You know how difficult it is for me to conduct this particular podcast and post them. Yeah, Thanks, exactly. I, I appreciate it. I, I know I can understand how how it is quite a bit difficult thing, but uh, you you asked a lot of good questions and uh, I enjoyed. No, no reason because. I just love to know about you because I was trying to d- dig up some stuff. I got to know about kids. I got to know about kids. But zip, nothing, nada, zero. Absolutely, this guy is like. It's like this the, the this the best way la ask the person yeah, yeah yeah ask the person directly that's the best way of doing it like you're like the prince of um, the Malaysian music scene man no, the prince yeah, has the whole thing is like that. nobody knows anything about him <laughs> you know it's just like all of a sudden he comes he does it and goes you know that kind of thing but yeah, uh, yeah. finally i get a chance to dig up some stuff from you and uh, i look forward for hopefully in the near future hopefully when you uh, uh, release your your album or ep or whatever it's going to be um we'll have a chat again to talk about that in the uh, near future yeah cheers man so It, uh, I think it's a ritual for me to mention that he has his social media, but what he does on it, I go, only God knows. So you post have to goes. follow. Yeah, you just have to follow him. I'll just post up all the uh, details on our website, and you can just check it out. And also the music. Make sure you just follow him on Spotify, which is uh, Keith Kamala Raj. I'm going to post the link for that and all the tracks. I'm going to put the entire play over there. So you take a listen and you uh, judge. Make sure you. Uh, like it share it that's the most important thing share the music and uh, feel free to let me know what you think about it all right so keith until we meet again thank you so much for coming on board yes buddy thanks very much thank you very much sir bye